Stay Doomed is part of the IWEP Podcast Network. Good evening, grave robbers, and welcome back to the television graveyard. We are your TV necromancers, Lara Prince and Noah Houlihan. We have come here tonight to examine the spirits of past television shows, to find out which ones could be resurrected, should be resurrected, and which ones should stay doomed. This is a podcast in which we'll analyze the history, the hype, and the aftermath of shows that ran only one season, or only one episode. With me, as always, is TV's Noah Houlihan. I bet he can't fly. (laughs) I hate this show. So we are doing 1977's Stick Around, which is an Andy Kaufman vehicle. It was an unsold pilot. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, He is very clearly uh, planning... uh, This is clearly the character that is proto-Latka. He's clearly doing that, like, voice. Well, Latka started out in his stand-up. Yes. The idea was he would come out and kind of be... I believe they originally called it the foreigner character. It didn't have a name first. Uh, Taxi gave it the name. Yeah. Uh, And it was just like this weird voice he did that made him seem... Out of place. Like, it's not of a certain country. It's just a weird accent that he does. I would like to imitate Archie Bunker. (laughs) You stupid. You you are so stupid. Everybody's stupid. Uh, Get get out of my chair, meathead. So, uh, before we start, we should probably pour one out. Yes, let's pour one out. What do you got there, Laura? I have a cryo. Mmm. It is uh, Sprite and Blue Curacao to get that blue color. Mm-hmm. With a lot of ice in it so that it is, uh, because cryo is the term for someone who is cryogenically frozen in the late 20th century and is thawed out when a cure is found for their disease, Mr. Freeze style. Yes. And they are cryogenics, but the like slang slur term for them is cryos because it is very much seemingly a slur oh we'll get into it (laughs) we're gonna get into that uh so the main character of this uh works at like an antique shop yes this way they can shoehorn 70s references so they can still be topical yes it's so that they they can also save a lot of money on props yeah because all of the antiques he has are Common household objects in 1977. Yeah, yeah, they do this joke in Back to the Future. Uh, this does predate Back to the Future. I'm just saying they do it there too. Uh, so I want to go with what was the most popular cocktail in the 1970s. So I looked into it, and it's a blue Hawaiian. So you just got lucky. Yeah, I know this is going to sound like the normal drink I usually just make. But this is popular in the 70s. It's a blue Hawaiian. So it was blue Curacao. I put in some uh, pineapple vodka, some coconut rum, and some pineapple juice. And I did the whole thing. I, I put it in the shaker and I poured it over the ice and now I'm going to drink it. Ah. I might get a little sloppy. Did, did you put a lot in there? Well, there's three different types of alcohol in this. I know, but I've definitely, uh, I'm going to admit it to you, reader. If I've had one that had, listener, uh, if I have something with more than one liqueur in it, 
Uh, I usually half show. I do half pours. Yeah. Because we've had a couple get sloppy. Well, that was the plan. But like we were at the bottom of the blue Coruscant and I was like, ah, I'll just finish it. And then we were at the bottom of the pineapple vodka and I was like, ah, I'll just finish it. Oh, no. So. At least it wasn't the uh, the accidental double proof triple sec. Yes, I avoided that. But So uh, this takes place on yes. April 9th. 2055. Yes, April 9th. This is when it's set, not when it aired, obviously. Yeah, it doesn't air in the future. And because it's the 70s, the future is orange and yellow. Yes. This is before we get to the 80s future, which is my favorite version of the future. Okay. Where everything runs on MS-DOS. Yes. That's my favorite version of the future. Where We're out of the 50s and 60s beautiful, like, silver and white future. That we kind of come back to. Yeah. This is very much a 70s future. Yeah. Like it, the, the same, like, it kinda, it still looks 70s. Yes. Where it's like that muted kind Orange, of like yellow, gray. brown, and avocado green. Yeah, everything looks like a Burger King. Yes. Yeah, that's the best way to explain it. <laughs> and uh, Andy plays the robot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... That's his name. He It's a, one of those sitcoms where Andy Kaufman plays Andy the Robot. Andy the Robot. And his person is, his uh, family is Vance and Elaine. Mm-hmm. And this is supposed to be like a, he's supposed to be like a robot servant, like a Rosie yes. from the Jetsons type yeah. of character. Uh, but he's entirely humanoid. Yeah. This entire first sequence I found incredibly infuriating. Okay. Go on. So the our hero, I guess, the the husband in this is playing a game with Andy. And he's keeps saying like oh. Well, what do you think about eating at six o'clock? I thought we'd eat at six. Is that okay he's with you? He's up to something. Well, Vance. He's, he's gonna beat me again, I know it. And they're playing a weird future game. I thought they were just playing chess. No, they're not, and that's why I'm annoyed. Oh, they're playing, like, a stylized version of chess. Yeah, they're playing, like, weird future it's chess. It's wizard chess. And he's like, I'm going to lose again. He's like, do you have his coil set to lose? And they open his shoulder up. He's like, yeah, it's set to lose, but I know he's going to beat me anyway. And then I want to really point out they are not playing chess. No, you're right. The... Father character. Do you, do we know his name? Do you have his name by any chance so I can actually refer the to him? The father character. The, the husband. Vance. 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 Vance for refrigeration. Vance uh, moves something goes, how about that? Check. You're not playing chess. You wouldn't say check. And I guess they're trying to sell it as futuristic, but chess isn't very long-standing game. Yeah, it's like they might as well be playing backgammon. Like, we are closer to 2055 than we are to 1977, and chess still looks like chess. Yeah! Like, if I took a chessboard from 1977 and put it in front of you, it might be, you know, orange, brown, and yellow, like, but you know what chess was. More importantly, like, games like that aren't even played anymore. Like, when's the last... Well, there's there's one I can think of, but, like, for the most part, it's such, like... It's not intricate. It's very simple. Like, it looks like a game you could have made with stones and played, which you wouldn't, which doesn't make it futuristic. In any case, 
Andy does something. We don't know how to play this game. No. But that means he gets to take all of Vance's pieces. Yes. Thus again, proving it is not chess. It is something else. But we're supposed to laugh because he lost at a game we don't understand. Yeah, and he got beaten by a robot. Who was programmed to lose. Yes. And then his wife looks down the lens and goes... Robots that don't work, computers that fall apart. If you think things were complicated in 1977, just stick around. I hated this. Because, like, why are you talking to us? There's also some world-building stuff that kind of got glossed over because you were mad about chess. Mm-hmm. They discussed that it's uh, stakes were on sale for $58 a pound. So they're talking about inflation. Mm-hmm. And the terrace is programmed for sun. So... And then, so, like, Vance and his wife Elaine set, like, nice dinner plans for steak, and the terrace is programmed for nice weather, and they're going to eat at 6.30. And then something in the house malfunctions, besides Andy. And she goes, okay, well, it looks like inside, 4.30, fish balls, and it's going to rain. Mm -hmm. So, like, this very synthesized food, synthesized weather. But Vance and Elaine are not of the socioeconomic strata that they're futuristic trappings work properly. Right. It, it, the, it's the future and still nothing works. <laughs> I want to complain about the fourth wall break still. Okay. I just, I wanted to get that world building in because it will kick in later. There's not a good reason for her to speak to us. Especially that she's speaking to an audience that's in the past, which is so weird. But the reason she does it is that she needs to work the title in. Stick around. Why is this show called Stick Around? I don't know. There's no... There is... It's just the show pleading with you not to turn it off. Yeah. Yeah, there's no reason for it. It's not like he's from the Stick Around company that got like... It's not like Stick Around Robotics presents the Andybot. No, it's just called Stick Around. <laughs> so, after the cold open, Andy is at Vance's store with Vance. Mm-hmm. And Andy is apparently always charging himself. And yes. Vance gets annoyed because the electric bill is expensive because Andy draws a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... Andy is working at the store as, like, an assistant with Vance. And a woman buys what we know to be a toaster. Yeah. And it's supposed to be a gift. Mm Mm-hmm. And Andy wraps it really poorly, and Vance is like, he's malfunctioning. And Vance opens one of Andy's, like, control panels. And Andy goes, I wish you wouldn't open my panels in front of people. Yes. I want to stress... That the sequence of him trying to wrap something is at least two minutes long. Yes. It's like, hey, he's crumpling it. That, that's not how you wrap a present robot. <laughs> you're, you're not going to write a joke? You're just going to try to do something kind of silly? Like, it's, yep. <laughs> it's not like... It's not like he was like, wrap this, and then he made it into a burrito. Yeah. Or he then, you know, starts to rap on the side of it, like, with his knuckles. 
Yes. Or beatbox. Those would be jokes. <laughs> but this is just like, wrap this. I can't because my hands are noodles. We are three, four minutes into this show. And I am... Or elite. like he wraps the cord around something. Yes. Just something to like... Instead of just like, he uses wrapping paper poorly. So then a man comes in and is chatting with Vance. And we find out that he is a cryogenic. He goes, I was born in 59. They froze me in 86. Yes. So we don't really know a lot about this group of people yet. Mm -hmm. But we know that he was frozen for almost 70 years. And they apparently have some issues in society. Yes. Now, I think what we're supposed to get is Vance likes cryos because he's interested in the past. Yeah. That's why he owns an antique store. Yes. And he's like... Are, are you a cryogenic? What of it? Oh, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I, hey, I got nothing against cryogenics. My neighbor's a cryogenic. Wonderful guy. Yeah, I'll bet some of your best friends are cryogenics. And then he says something along the lines of, uh, next thing you're going to tell me is that some of your best friends are cryos. Yeah. So in the 70s, the common line was, some of my best friends are Black, Yes. Because it was still a very racist time. And that was a common phrase to, like, kind of erase racism. Mm -hmm. Like, you would say something racist, then you would respond with, some of my best friends are black. To kind of prove that you weren't a racist because you were nice to some black people. And I mean, that you still see that today. Oh, oh yeah. But in this, they have replaced the word black with cryo. So they're kind of like doing topical humor, but now it's in the 50s, so instead of black people, it's cryos. Are there any black people in this show? No, I was actually about to say. Weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. There was just something about that line and the laugh it gets that made me kind of go... That's Ooh. a little gross. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm full of piss and vinegar already, so. So, and then, which does not help matters, the cryogenic has a gun. Yeah. Then and it holds up the store. Yeah. <laughs> he falls into cryogenic stereotypes and is a criminal. And then Andy helpfully gives the burglar money and the burglar tells Andy to tie up Vance and this he does perfectly. Yeah. So, the next scene, we get back to Vance and Elaine's house, and uh, we find out that, like, Elaine had to laser Andy, and we don't really find out what that is, but Vance whines that he never gets lasered. So, he's sexually jealous of this robot. Yeah. We find out that Andy belonged to Elaine's parents, so he is an out-of-date model, Yes. But that he raised Elaine when her parents got stuck on the moon. Yeah. So there's like a family bond here. So she's loyal to him because she loves him. Yeah. Uh, Vance had a Pete. So we get the impression that 
a Pete was a lesser model. Yeah. Because he, he complains that Elaine was wealthy. Because mm-hmm. an Andy is a good model. Yeah, at least it was then. It, it was a good model. And Vance had a Pete, which is considered a less good model. Yeah. So then uh, the next person we meet is Mr. Burkus, who is their neighbor. Yes. I want to say something real quick about this. Yes. Uh, this guy, the neighbor, walks in and the crowd erupts in laughter. He doesn't really make any jokes. He just comes in and there's laughter. Hello, Andy. Hello, Mr. Andy, Andy. Throughout this entire show, the laughter almost seems random. Yeah, I mean, he's fr- he's his name is Cliff Norton and he been in like he he's a character actor. So so the audience would know him. Yeah, he played Lloyd in The Odd Couple. Okay, so maybe it's just a react. Because it seemed to me like the audience, I didn't think was a can. Like, I I think there's a live audience there because of the way they're laughing. Yeah. It it doesn't sound produced. It sounds like it's a group of people laughing. But they laugh at everything and things that are not jokes. So I'm guessing they were, like, coached. And I, I, my guess is there is a light-up sign that says applause. Probably. And they think every time it goes off, they're supposed to laugh. Yeah. Because it, like, this, the laugh track for this is bananas. So, uh, he is their neighbor who is a cryogenic. Andy goes like, oh, I'm going to go make the beds now. And we find out they caught the cryogenic who burgled, uh, who burgled Vance's store. So they're going to get the money. And their neighbor's upset at the use of the term cryo. Yes, because, because it's a slur. <laughs> and we also find out Mr. Burkus's wife, Jenny, is still frozen. Mm-hmm. And his biggest fear is that they'll find a cure for her and bring her back. Yeah. Because the 70s... And nobody in a 70s show likes the person they married. I hate my wife. (laughs) He also says something along the lines of... I was called worse names when I was alive. I mean, uh, before they... uh, (laughs) When they... Well, you know what I mean. No, No, we don't. I have no idea what you mean by that sentence. It was almost a non sequitur. But the idea almost felt like We'll just say that and the audience will write their own joke and laugh. And then we don't have to write a joke. Write a joke so you don't have to. No, it's the opposite. Not writing jokes so you have to. <laughs> Stick around! So Andy brings some drinks over and uh, Elaine applauds and then he throws the drinks behind her. Not sure why. The next scene, Vance and Elaine are what look in what looks like a gigantic toaster. Yeah, that's like... They, they use it for, like, some sort of sleep therapy thing. It's but, like, they to talk to each other. Yeah, it's supposed to soothe, pacify, and resolve conflict. Yeah, so they're sitting in a giant toaster. Because they're arguing about whether Andy should stay with them. Yes. Uh, the doorbell comes, and a new robot answers the door. And it's Earl, who is Elaine's parents' new robot. Yes. They're loaning them to him. Yeah. Loaning him to them. And 
So Elaine and Vance have a chaste kiss and a nuzzle. Mm-hmm. And we also established that people still watch I Love Lucy. I wrote that down too. I thought that was fun. Because I, I believe there are probably still channels where I Love Lucy comes on from time to time. Yeah, it's probably still on TV land at some point. Yeah, and all these like offshoot rerun farms like MeTV and Cozy and stuff like yeah. that. So Vance and Earl are snarky with one another and we find out they're eating filet of pine because it tastes like steak and it's cheaper. So this heavily synthesized food. Yeah. Because they're poor, so they can only eat Christmas trees. Matt Pat. Matt Pat. <laughs> oh, this is Matt Pat's future. Ugh. So, uh, Andy then pushes Earl out of a window. Yes. And Vance says something along the lines of... For a mill and a half, he should be able to do anything. I bet he can't fly. (laughs) And then we get the biggest applause break in the show. Like, it's laughter and, like, hooting and hollering and, like, applause. Which, to be honest... It's the closest thing to something that was an actual joke. Yeah. But it's a murder. <laughs> Just saying. So, tearfully, Elaine agrees to sell Andy after yes. this. And the audience erupts and coughs. You're right. All right. Sell him. Everybody get your coughs out. <laughs> we, we referenced that video a lot. I know. I think I'm going to actually have to get a clip of it. This is the song where you can cough. <laughs> so everybody get your coughs out. <laughs> Mentioning weird coughs is something we bring up a lot. So that'll be a new segment on the show. Uh, so another couple comes to look at Andy and they like him. And then the woman asks if Andy can dance, and he awkwardly dances with her. And then he dips and kisses the wife. Yes. And the, the husband loses it. Like, does he have a libidorator? So I guess there's a thing you can put in servant robots to make them servant sex robots. Yes. Which is an idea that mercifully will not be explored because this has no future episodes. Well, I, you need to... I mean, it gets explored in tons of other media. Yes. To, Major plot point of the film, AI. Remember that film? It's bad. It's better than this. So, Andy guilts Elaine. Yeah, because they're selling him to this couple, is yeah. the plan. And the couple really likes him. They really want him. Vance really wants to sell him. And then Andy, in an attempt, I guess, to not get sold, yells... I don't do windows. Yeah. This is one of those, like, 70s jokes that people used to just say all the time. Yeah. I don't do windows. Why was doing windows so hard in the 70s? Was this before Windex? 
I guess window <laughs> windows are slightly challenging to clean. Like, you know, I I can't clean our windows from the outside. I mean, I don't think we've ever cleaned our windows. <laughs> We're not running around touching them and getting them dirty or anything. But it's just it's interesting to me because that was a common joke. Like the way in the nineties people would just say the word mini mall. Yeah. And it was a joke because like, oh, look, it's another mini mall. Like that was a common 90s joke. In the 70s, it was, I don't do windows. And I I don't know why that's a joke. So, uh, and the other couple decides they want to buy Andy. And then Andy slams the door in their face and lies to them that there was no one at the door. Yes. To stay with Elaine and Vance. So- and then Vance comes in. To find Andy hooking jumper cables up to himself in a robot suicide attempt? Yeah, he's going to kill himself. Isn't that fun? (laughs) Comedy. So, Vance says, like, fine, do it. But it'll break Elaine's heart. So then, like, Vance is now guilting Andy using Elaine. Yeah. Uh, Which is a flip of Andy guilting Vance using Elaine. Because Elaine's just a guilt prop, not a person. Right, right. So then Vance finally tells Elaine that Andy can stay, and she kisses Vance in that sexless sitcom way. Yes. Like, they, these two have no chemistry. In the 70s, when people wanted to kiss, they would stand four feet apart and then lean forward at the hips. Yeah, it looks like social distance kissing. <laughs> social distancing. <laughs> That was the best joke of sticking around, what you just said. A joke that wouldn't and make sense a in joke 2022. That, a joke that you said, and I watched your eyes flutter out of hatred for yourself for having said it. Is this how MatPat feels all the time? <laughs> so, in the end, they all are kind of together. And... Yay. Yay. And that's kind of it. I think by the end of this, I'm pretty much sure that Andy is not malfunctioning. He's a jerk. Okay. Because, like, he lies. He actively lies a few times. So that has to then put into question every action that he does. Does he actually not know how to rap something? Because he's able to tie up Vance during the robbery. Is it weaponized incompetence? Yes. So does he just hate him? It's possible. It's probable. To me, what this reminds me of more than anything else is... I'm going to get the title wrong. Area 57. Do you remember Area 57? The Paul Rubin joint? Yeah. Because what you have... You, you got the title actually, is this completely correct. I wasn't, sure, I wasn't sure which area it was. In Area 57, it is about them having to take care of a, an alien yeah. who, who's a jerk and constantly like turning them against each other and manipulating them and annoying them. But in that, they have to put up with it because he's a, a higher be- being that came to Earth in a spaceship that they want to know how the, it works. Yeah, like he has something they want. Yeah, so that's the conflict. In this, Andy is a jerk, 
But Elaine kind of doesn't see it because she's kind of blind because she loves him. But she loves her husband, but they hate each other. And that's not a good enough reason. No, and it's wild because this is not the last time Andy Kaufman plays a robot. It's not? No, uh, his last film was Heartbeats. Oh. uh, In which he plays... Uh, he plays the leader of, like, a weird robot gang. Huh. Opposite Bernadette Peters. I should watch more Andy Kaufman, because I love him. Just not in this. Uh, the other thing that I was just curious about was, when does Mork and Mindy come out? Mork and Mindy? That's a great question. Uh, Mork and Mindy... Will air the next year. The next year, okay. Because to me, this felt very Mork and Mindy. Where, like, they have someone out of place that doesn't really make a lot of sense and stuff like that. But it doesn't work because we as the audience are out of place. Because it's the future. So they have a bunch of stuff we don't understand. In Mork and Mindy, you have an alien who's out of place... But it's in our time, so we can understand how he's out of place because we understand how society works. This show requires so much world building that they don't bother to do in an interesting way. No. And, like, it's it never makes me feel included. No, and the world building is also just poorly done. Like, they make no effort. It's done cheaply. Yeah. Because they don't have the money to not make it look like, you know, it looks like a 70s sitcom. Yeah. They don't have the money to make it look more interesting. I also have to call it, like I see it, I feel like there is a bit of, as I love to call it, all that school of comedy where saying cheese is a punchline. Yeah. But instead of cheese, it's toaster. Yes. For some reason, they think toasters are very funny. I don't know why. Maybe I'm. Maybe in the 70s, they were just hilarious. It's got that it like... It's not. <laughs> I, I feel like it's a word that was all that funny, too. Yeah. Like, I feel like you could see a sketch revolving around toaster. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's the show. It is. It is. I hated this show. You definitely did. So much. It it kind of felt like the polar opposite. No, the, not the polar opposite. The other side of the coin of 1776. Okay. Where... It's, we're just doing a regular family sitcom, but in the future, so it's different. Ooh. It was, like, it is a step beyond, like, just adding space to everything. Like, oh, it's the space oven. Yes. (laughs) But, but not much. I was in a version of A Christmas Carol. I know. We talked did, about this yeah. during 1976 or yeah. 1776. Yeah, and then I just thought of that. I was like, oh, no. It's the, the lack of attempt of jokes. It just seems to be like the joke is 
1955 and Andy Kaufman's Wacky. And wacky. that's it. That that's there's no substance here at all. For such a complicated premise, there is no substance. Absolutely not. Stay doomed. I would actually also call this a stay doomed. Yeah. If you were about to say to stay tuned, I would probably freak out. <laughs> no. It's absolutely not a stay tuned for me. Nope, stay doomed. Yeah, so that's going to do it for Stick Around. We will not be sticking around. No. Nope. Uh, but we will come back here with another episode, which will be episode number 150 of Stay Doomed. Uh, thank you so much for uh, being patient with us. Uh, and uh, dealing with the fact that we didn't have an episode last week, I hope you guys enjoyed our reality show tier list that we put up. Uh, it has reinvigorated arguments about MatPat in our household. So that's very exciting. That's my secret cap. I'm always complaining about MatPat. Uh, so I think it's time to reveal it. Yes. What are we watching next week? We are watching the 2008 show... One Way Out. Yes, available on Amazon Prime. No, not no, Amazon Prime. it's not. Discovery Plus. Yes, so it is about an escape artist doing escape-themed stunts. Yes. This was a show that we stumbled upon before we did this show. Kind of gave us an idea for a podcast. Yeah, this is the show that sort of low-key gave birth to the Stay Doomed idea. Yeah. So uh, we're really excited to do it. Uh, this is going to be a real fun one. Yeah, I'm excited. This is actually one of the very few shows that you and I are going in to watch for this show, having both already seen it. Yeah, and that we saw it together. So, like, this is very unique, because usually one of us has seen it. Yes. I I can't think of another show we had both watched in its entirety prior to this. Uh, Daisy of Love. Had Had you seen all of Daisy of Love prior to this, or had you seen bits and pieces because... You know, I can't be sure that I saw all of Daisy of Love before doing this. Now I didn't I think, think you had. Now that I think about it, yeah. Facts. Do, 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 I just do, did that so you had to use do, the music. I don't have the music anymore. <gasps> <gasps> Crime. Uh, where can people find us? You can email us at the Stay Doom Show at gmail.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Stay Doom. And if you enjoyed the bonus episode we dropped last week, there's a whole buttload of other ones over on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash plus two comedy and you'll get access to all the past monthly and all the future uh, monthly bonus episodes. Plus you get to join our Discord and have discourse with us on what we do here on the show. And... If you hated this show, I'm at Plus Two Comedy. If you had ever heard of the film Heartbeeps, or if you just like Bernadette Peters, I'm at Bean Bunny Lives. Until next time, stay doomed. <laughs>